0: I am Dave Farrow. I am a senior director of information security at Barracuda Networks, and I'm responsible for their entire internal security program. At the end of high school, my father was was into technology. He was an early adopter, which is odd because he was in human relations, HR, all of his life. And he had this K-Pro, and he kept trying to get me to play with this K-Pro computer that he had, and I wanted nothing to do with it. Uh, he thought he might lure me in with a Commodore 64, and I, I preferred to surf and uh, and ride my bike around Southern California. It wasn't until I spent uh, a quarter at college doing a non-technical, non-engineering course of study that I realized that I didn't, I didn't like that, that I, I really wanted something more concrete, and at that point I picked up and started studying electrical engineering. I chose electrical engineering because I, at that point I'd, I'd had a couple of, of classes in, in, you know, the, the prerequisite classes in physics and whatnot. And all of the mechanical stuff sort of made logical sense to me. And I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with electrical because it makes absolutely no sense to me. And if I'm going to pay for this or my parents are going to, you know, put me through this, I should at least learn something that, that I couldn't learn on my own. And so I chose something that made no sense to me at all. You know, it's funny because, um, you know, my life is is filled with doing a bunch of things that I never said I would do. I swore I would never do software because at least in the in the electrical engineering school at Berkeley, there was this, this um, snobbery that said the only people that were in software were people that couldn't make it through the EE program. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because as soon as I graduated, I had an offer from uh, an old aerospace company that's gone now called TRW that... Uh, that said, hey, we'll we'll pay you to learn software, and something tickled in the back of my mind, saying this is an offer that you probably shouldn't refuse. And and once I actually got into writing software, I just I fell in love with it and realized that uh, that that snobbery was just that. It was it was snobbery, and I almost missed something great. I got into development, like I said, in aerospace. Uh, a couple years into that, I, I went out uh, on my own as a contractor and, and did contract gigs in a lot of different industries, from from telecom to data warehouses. Around the time that the dot-com bubble burst back in about 2000, I had a contract that was, that was winding up. Long story short, I ended up finding a contract gig in Fresno, California, which might be the least technically oriented city in California. Um, actually, I did software architecture for probably the first 15 years of, of my career, um, and then moved into building and, and developing teams. I was looking around for how else I could, could meaningfully contribute to Barracuda, and just sort of backed my way into um, the security role. And, you know, At that time, one of our, our lead architects on the email security team had been Managing our our privately run bug bounty programs, and so I, I offered to take on that job just so that this architect could could focus on developing the product that he was was the lead for, and that that sort of blossomed into uh, an internal security team over the course of the next couple of years. We do vulnerability management, um, network scans. Um, logging and monitoring, we do incident response. Um, And when I'm not supporting uh, the teams that are doing those things, uh, a lot of my time is is, uh, spent in defining our security policies and communicating those with the rest of the company and and really uh, sort of communicating the the good work that the team is doing to the leadership of the rest of the organizations. The people that we talk to are working in this space on, on a regular basis. You know, you still have challenges because, you know, a, a team that does email security may not be as well versed in the nuances of network vulnerabilities, right? And and a firewall um, team may not be versed in the, the nuances of, of web application vulnerabilities. The challenges that we run into are the challenges that I think everybody runs into, uh, which is that I think that the real challenge in security um, is when you're trying to interact with the business is recognizing that that there are other threats to the business besides cybersecurity threats and and being able to to become part of the risk management conversation if the security guy rolls in and says everything has to be fixed you're going to take away resources that you might um, that might cost you opportunities in the future i think that's a problem that all of us in the security industry have to to recognize that we're we're part of the the economic uh, strategy of the company. You, you're going to apply different security controls if you're worried about cyber vandals than you will if you're worried about nation states, right? But the the fear is that if I if I don't tell you about every single possible exploit that a nation state might throw at you, if you get hacked, you might come back to me as a security guy and say, Hey, what did you? What did you miss? It's a real challenge to correctly align the, the investment in security with the threat that you're protecting against. I hope to be remembered as uh, the security guy that understood that cybersecurity threats were not the only threat that a business Um, You know, I, I have stuck in my mind, because I spent so many years as a developer, my picture of the security guy was that he was the guy that was always saying no. And I want to be remembered as the guy that said, yes, we can do that if we do it in this responsible way.